Welcome to Coming Out of the Spiritual Closet with your host, me, Brittany Wittig. Join me every week to explore and demystify the world of modern spirituality. Welcome back. Today, I'm going to do a follow-up to my last episode about stepping out of your comfort zone. A lot of people were interested in an episode that specifically discusses your ego's reaction to stepping out of your comfort zone, taking a leap of faith, and how to handle the reaction of your ego. If you haven't listened already, my last episode, episode 15, is all about stepping out of your comfort zone and how incredibly powerful that practice is. So you might want to go back and listen to that episode before this one, although you'll probably be able to relate to this one either way. When you step out of your comfort zone, you are stepping into the unknown. So this is when we make those choices that feel aligned for us, but feel scary. Another side note, if you are interested in learning more about making aligned decisions and what that even means, episode nine is all about that. So go back and check that one out. So when you've made an aligned decision that is scary and takes you into the unknown, it takes you out of your comfort zone. The move to do that takes a lot of courage. There's like a grace period right after you make a leap of faith where you're feeling really proud of yourself. You're feeling courageous. The adrenaline of like doing this thing outside of your comfort zone is still going and you feel really powerful. Where people get tripped up is that shortly after this sort of honeymoon period with your decision, and it can be You know, the honeymoon period can be a few hours, it can be a few days, it could even be, you know, a few months, depending on like the scale of this decision. But after the honeymoon period of your big step out of your comfort zone, you are going to start to feel your ego freaking out and trying to make you safe again. Now, how the ego tries to make you safe is by trying to get you back in the comfort zone. That's why it's called the comfort zone, right? It's where you're comfortable. It's where your ego feels safe. It's where you believe on an egoic level that things are predictable. And I'm using air quotes here because nothing in life is actually predictable, but we believe that the things that we've already experienced are predictable because they are known to us. Okay, so you've stepped out of your comfort zone. You've had your honeymoon period of being really proud of yourself, which you absolutely should be. Good for you. And now you're starting to have the egoic reaction. So what do you do? Okay, well, first of all, what does this reaction look like? It looks looks like a lot of different things. Sometimes all of these things at once. Sometimes you'll only experience a few of these things. It can come in the form of really fearful thoughts, Like suddenly you're just having all of these catastrophic thoughts about everything that could go wrong. It can come in the form of negative self-talk, like, oh my gosh, how could I have possibly thought that I was equipped for this? I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not good enough. All this kind of negative self-talk. It can come in the form of just generalized anxiety. So it you it may not come in the form of thoughts for you. It can actually be very physical. Our emotions are held in our body. And so for some of us, when this 
this egoic pushback happens, we're just going to feel it physically. So this could come in the form of muscle tension. One way that this shows up for me specifically is I get sciatic pain, like I'll get sciatic nerve pain running down my right leg, always my right leg. And immediately I know that's an indication that my ego is acting up. Just boom, I know it. If you're new to these steps out of your comfort zone, you might feel that pain and not even realize that it's related to this big leap you took. So it could show up as just tension or pain somewhere in your body. Another sneaky way that this comes up is you may start to have difficult memories from your past come up, like things that you feel shame or pain around. If, if there are things in your past that maybe you try not to think about too much, your ego might start bringing those up. And the reason that the ego brings up these painful past experiences is because it's basically the ego is in a desperate push to try to get you to retreat from your new existence. It's desperately trying to get you to go back to normal, and I'm using air quotes here, bringing up shameful or difficult memories that you don't like to look at, it's kind of like a knock to your self-confidence. It knocks you off balance. And I want to be really clear as I'm talking about this, that the ego is not to be villainized. And I, I realize with this conversation, it's a really fine line. We don't want to villainize our ego. Our ego is not bad. We need to see our ego as like a little child inside of us who really truly is trying to keep us safe, but who just doesn't have the tools and the knowledge to understand how to do that appropriately. We don't want to be mad at our ego for this reaction. It's, it's just about recognizing that what's going on is coming from the ego, but not being angry with the ego about it because your ego is just trying to keep you alive. And that's an important function. We need our egos to keep us alive in this world. When you start having one or all of these reactions, and you really might have all of them, I experienced all of these as we were getting ready to leave on our big bike trip which I talk about in the last episode. I experienced every single one of these egoic pushbacks and it was massively uncomfortable, guys. Like massively uncomfortable. And there certainly was a part of me that wanted to say, oh, fine, I'm not gonna do this bike trip. Obviously it's not meant for me. And it was because I've taken so many steps out of my comfort zone, I was able to recognize, wait, 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 wait. This is my ego trying to do its job, trying to keep me safe, and I need to work with it. I don't need to listen to it and not do the thing that I'm called to do, but I need to work with my ego to calm it down. How can you calm down your ego when this happens? There's a few different exercises that I use that are really helpful. So I'm going to give you some of my examples. If you have examples of this, that if you have tools that you use to calm your nervous system in this kind of situation, I would love to hear about it. You can connect with me on Instagram, send me a DM or find the post for this podcast episode and leave a comment because it would be really cool to hear other tools that people use to sort of calm down their nervous system when this happens. Okay, so 
What do I do when my ego's freaking out after I've made a big, scary step into the unknown? The first thing that I do, if all these thoughts start coming up, you know, negative self-talk, things from my past that I'm, you know, sensitive about, fearful thoughts, I sit down with my journal and I just start to write it all out. Like everything that's going through my head without judgment, not writing a solution, not doing anything other than just observing what's coming in and writing it out. There's a lot of power in just putting on paper what's moving through your mind. And then once you've written it all out, a lot of times I don't even have to take it another step from that because just the writing of it all kind of like removes it from my mind and and helps me to calm down. But if I'm still really struggling, then I'll go through and I'll look at it and I will actually rationally point out You know, why, for instance, with fearful, catastrophic thoughts, you know, what if this happens? Instead, I'll think of something good that could happen. So like, if I'm worried, what if we get hit by a truck on our bike ride? Then the thing that I would write instead is, what if a truck honks at us and gives us a thumbs up and encourages us on our ride? For example, so for every catastrophic thing that's going through my mind, I think of a positive thing that could happen instead. For negative self-talk, I will actually look at it and say, wait, is that true? Is this really true? Or is this just me being down on myself because my ego really, really wants me to get safe again? And of course, these things that I'm, I'm thinking are not true, you know, that I'm not smart enough. I'm not accomplished enough. I'm not experienced enough. I'm not athletic enough, blah, 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 blah. Those things are not true because, and I know they're not true because if we deeply desire something and we are deeply called to something, it is meant for us. So there's no way, like for this bike ride, there's no way that I wasn't strong enough or athletic enough or experienced enough because I was called to do it. So I knew that wasn't true. So journaling is a powerful tool for when this happens. Another really great exercise that you can do when this comes up is speak directly to your ego. And I think of my ego, I picture my ego as this kind of like wild haired little girl, like raised by wolves, lives in the forest kind of, kind of child who is really adorable and also really, really reactive. And that's how I see, that's how I visualize my own ego when I speak to it. It's really helpful for me because I feel the urge to comfort and take care of her. And because I see her as this kind of almost like this nature spirit in a way, I also have this urge to partner with her. Like I can see that there are things that she knows that are helpful for me. So I'm not trying to get rid of her. I'm trying to comfort her and work with her. So when I want to comfort my ego in a very direct way, I do speak with her. And what I'll do is I'll put my hand on my heart and I'll say, ego, I understand that you're scared. And I understand that you are just trying so hard to keep me safe. And I appreciate all of the work that you do to keep me safe in this 3D physical world. I love you. I appreciate you. And I've got this. This one, I've got. 
I will keep us safe. We're okay. I'm going to keep us safe. I'm not going to get us killed. I promise we're safe. And I'll say this many times throughout the day when I'm having this experience of my ego really pushing back against me. And it works wonders for me. It really, really does help to calm me down and remind me that what's going on, while it's not real, I don't need to be as afraid as I'm feeling. It's just this reminder that really it's just me trying to protect myself. Another exercise, especially if you are experiencing like a physical reaction, so if you're having pain or tension somewhere in your body, it's a really great exercise to do a body scan and some deep breathing. It's really simple. You can do it anywhere. All you do is wherever you're sitting, close your eyes and do some deep breathing. So breathe in through your nose to a count of four and then a long exhale out of your mouth to the count of six. And do that at least three times, but do it until you feel yourself just come down a notch in anxiety level, just a, just a little bit. And once you've come down just a little bit, then start to do a body scan. And I like to start at the soles of my feet. What you do is you just put all your attention while you're breathing, just put all your attention on the soles of your feet. And you're doing this without judgment. You're just noticing what you feel there. Do you feel tingling? Do you feel numbness? Maybe you feel nothing. Do you feel tension? Do you feel pain? Do you feel a pleasant sensation? You just observe it. That's it. And then move on to the next body part. So onto your, the top of your feet, onto your ankles, calves, knees, thighs, all the way up your body to the top of your head. All the while just observing what you feel without judgment. Once you've done that, you will have located the tension or the pain or the discomfort that you're feeling. And then you can focus on that area of your body where you located that tension or discomfort. Focus on that area of your body. And as you breathe, continue doing that breathing through your nose, out your mouth. And as you breathe, picture your breath going straight to that area of your body that is uncomfortable or tense. And you can visualize your breath as a light if that's easier for you. But just imagine that you're breathing that breath right into that area of your body. And just do this, you know, maybe for five breaths and you will feel very quickly, you'll feel a reduction in that tension in that area. That's a really simple somatic exercise that you can do to release some of what's going on with your nervous system when your ego's flipping out. <laughs> and then another um, exercise that is really helpful is to have do a little shower ceremony. It doesn't need to be any big thing. Basically, just get in the shower as the water's pouring down over you, imagine it just washing away any tension, any discomfort. Just imagine it washing all of that out of your body. And then, and this is key, at the end of your shower, once you're all washed up and ready to get out, turn the water to cold, all the way to cold, and stand in that for about a minute. This, I know, does not sound, <laughs> does not sound super pleasant or comfortable, but it's actually so good for your nervous system. It basically stimulates 
I want to say your vagus nerve, but it stimulates your nervous system. It basically gives you a reset. I do this at the end of every single shower I take. This was recommended to me by a friend of mine who is a PhD therapist. And I swear, it just absolutely makes me feel so much better no matter what is going on. If I'm nervous, if I'm grouchy, really anything that's going on with my mood that feels off, this one minute of cold at the end of a shower, boom, resets me. It's magical. So give it a try. I challenge you to just give it a try and see. The other thing that I want to mention that is just so important when you're experiencing this pushback from your ego is just to allow the difficult emotions and sensations to happen. Allow them to come up, feel them fully, and then they will release right out. That's probably going to include some emotional release, like letting yourself have a big cry. That's important. And just let yourself cry and sob, and that will help those emotions move right on through you. It's when we get into resistance, like, I shouldn't be feeling this way. This isn't good for me to feel this way. I need to fix it. When we get into that kind of resistance, then those feelings stick around. It's actually harder to move forward if we're resisting them. So try to just allow yourself to feel what's coming up and honor it, experience it, and release it. All right, I hope that this was helpful today. Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate it. If you are getting value from this podcast, it would be so helpful for you to write a review, share this with your friends, take a screenshot of the podcast, share it in your Instagram stories if you enjoyed it. That is incredibly helpful. And I'm so grateful for everyone who has shared this podcast, left reviews. It's been amazing. Thank you so very much. And I love you all. I'll talk to you next time.